On today's show, Harrison Bader is afraid that Aaron Judge will leave the Yankees, and you should be afraid of that too. Aaron Boone spoke to Michael Kay on his radio show. We have some quotes, and Game 4 of the World Series happened last night. There wasn't a lot of hitting happening on the Philly side of things. We'll talk about that and more next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, Yankee fans. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. I'm a lapsed baseball writer turned podcast host, and I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. How's everyone doing today? How are we all doing today? Um, Oh, I'm not even paying attention to the game. I know something's happening. Verlander's pitching. Schwarber hit a home run. Houston was up 1-0 when the top of the first ended, and then Schwarber tied it in the bottom of the first. So we'll see what happens. We're going to talk about what happened in last night's game later on in the show because, (laughs) wow. (laughs) Wow. So Harrison Bader was discussing Aaron Judge and the Yankees and... Even though he only played alongside Judge for a few weeks, he obviously wants Judge to remain with the Yankees. I mean, any person with a brain would want Aaron Judge to remain with the Yankees. Yankee people, that's what I mean. I mean, other fans of fans of other teams would love to see Aaron Judge on their team. You know, Ben of Locked On Giants would love to see Aaron Judge in the Bay Area, hometown boy. So, yeah. Harrison Bader said, if Albert Pujols can leave, anybody can leave. And it's true. Pujols, his resume compared to judges when he left St. Louis was even more impressive. He won the National League MVP three times. He finished in the top five in voting in 10 different seasons up to that point. And he left for a 10-year, $254 million deal from the Angels. And then he spent the next decade with the Angels, signed with the Dodgers, and then he returned to the Cardinals, as we all know, prior to the season. And he didn't do anything for the first half, and then suddenly started hitting home runs again for the second half and made it past 700. And it was like a fairy tale. It was like a fairy tale. Bader said about baseball, it's a business. I learned that very quickly this year. There are no hard feelings at all. It's never personal. It's about the game. Selfishly, I'd love to continue to be Judge's teammate. He's an, he's an incredible talent. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bader was on MLB Network before last night's 7 nothing Game 3 Astros win over the Phillies. He said, Judge earned everything that's coming his way. I wish him the absolute best wherever he ends up. It's a decision he and his family will make. I'm looking forward to see how it shakes out. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to seeing how it shakes out. I know we're all nervous about this because I don't trust Yankees ownership to do the right thing because they've muffed up other deals and have money on other deals. 
Um, and I think that in order to keep judge with the way that Hal has operated lately, they're going to have to try and maybe get rid of Aaron Hicks somehow, get that money off the table. Maybe get rid of Josh Donaldson. I don't know how that's going to work. Who's going to want a 38-year-old Josh Donaldson who couldn't swing the bat at all? Defensively, he was good, though. So if someone with, like, a light-hitting third baseman who's still good at defense at his advanced advanced baseball age, maybe someone might take Josh Donaldson. But then you also have to deal with the other stuff that you get with Josh Donaldson. So, yeah, this is a scary proposition. Proposition. People were worried after the Yankees were swept by the Astros because Judge was saying things about the Yankees in the past tense. But he was just being diplomatic because he's a free agent. And um, I believe people discovered he unfollowed the Yankees on Instagram, which I think everyone unfollows the teams that they're like, if they're going into free agency, they'll unfollow the team that they were on and then. Either refollow if they sign with them or follow the new team. But he said, getting the chance to wear the, the pinstripes and play right field at Yankee Stadium, that's an incredible honor that I definitely didn't take for granted at any point. Very few individuals get a chance to do that and play in front of the fans for my whole six years here. It was a special time. I just kicked myself for not bringing home that championship. And then Aaron Boone said, Hopefully we'll see him for years to come in pinstripes. I don't even want to think about the alternative right now. He means a lot to a lot of us in that room. Yeah, I don't want to think about the alternative either, Mr. Boone. None of us do. It's a very distinct possibility, but I, no, I, oof. I said it on yesterday's show. If the Yankees lose Aaron Judge, they are in a world of trouble next season. <laughs> Who do you get to replace him? There's no one to replace him. It's just a nightmare situation, a nightmare proposition that I don't want to think about. Now, Harrison Bader, on the other hand, we got a small taste of what Bader can do for the Yankees, and I enjoyed nearly every second of it. I enjoyed watching him play defense. It's great to see a center fielder actually know how to play center field, and that takes nothing away from Aaron Judge, the job that he did this year. That's why he couldn't win a gold glove, because he was switching between the two positions right field and center field because other guys on the team couldn't carry their weight, which is why they had to get Harrison Bader. Hello, Aaron Hicks. So I'm looking forward to a full season of Harrison Bader. If you're not watching on YouTube, I'm crossing my fingers that his foot is completely healthy and that he doesn't like have a relapse or something with the plantar fasciitis, because that is a tricky injury to have when you're someone who runs like Harrison Bader runs. But yeah, the little bit that we saw of Harrison Bader, he's one of those guys who looks like he was born to play in pinstripes and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more from him. So in a moment we're going to be talking about game 2. No, it wasn't game 2. <laughs> well, game 2 in Philadelphia, game 4 overall <laughs> of the World Series because wow. Wow. But first, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. 
If you have the Simply Safe app, you can watch crystal clear HD live streams of your security cameras or the wide variety of high-tech sensors that you may have all over your house. With that 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents will call you the moment a threat is detected and they'll send police or first responders in an emergency even if you're not home or can't be reached. You can go and customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. After the Phillies beat the Astros 7-0 in Game 3, the Astros come back and beat the Phillies 5-0 in Game 4. But not only that. They combined for another no-hitter, like they did against the Yankees earlier this season. A combination of Christian Javier, who pitched six innings of no-hit ball with nine strikeouts and two walks. Then you had Abreu come in, Montero came in, and Presley came in. They each pitched one inning apiece. Abreu had three strikeouts, Montero had one, Presley had one for 13, no, excuse me, 14 overall, three walks, no hits, no runs, nothing. Unbelievable. Javier is having an unbelievable postseason. Unbelievable. Aaron Nola gave up three runs. Alvarado gave up two runs for the five. And the rest of the Phillies pitchers shut them down. Bilotti didn't give up a hit in one inning. D-Rob didn't give up a hit in one inning. Eflin and Brad Hand came in, gave up one hit in his one inning of work. Yeah, Javier is unbelievable. He had quite a performance, and he's doing unbelievably well. His ERA is 0.71. On the flip side, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler are not having a good time right now against Houston. Aaron Nola's ERA is up to 4.91. Now, I guess the good thing is, you know, not good that he gave up three runs on seven hits in only four innings, but at least he didn't walk anyone. There's a positive. He struck out four. But yeah, Javier's having an, an amazing postseason. And... Right now, the game is, I believe, still tied 1-1, which is big for the for the Astros because Justin Verlander is pitching. And we know how Verlander has issues in the World Series for some unknown reason. He's an incredible pitcher every other moment of his life. But for some reason, that World Series performance is elusive for him. Verlander's up to 51 pitches in the bottom of the third inning. Castellanos just hit a line drive to short that was caught. There's a runner on first. It's still tied 1-1. So Verlander hasn't blown up yet. So that's good. And neither has, uh, I believe, Syndergaard is pitching for the uh, Phillies right now. The Phillies are wearing their powder blue uniforms. 
which reminds me of the old-time Phillies teams that I remember from when I was a kid. I really think that more teams should wear those types of uniforms if they can do throwbacks. You know, I know it's funny that the Yankees can't really do throwbacks. I mean, I guess they can make them baggier and make them look like old-timey uniforms, but they haven't really changed in how many years. They did do that one time um, in Fenway when they were celebrating the 1912 Red Sox and the Yankees wore their 1912 uniforms on the road. That was really cool. That was really, really cool. I liked that a lot. Oh, there's a hit through shortstop. Boom. Bomb. <laughs> Bomb. Still two outs, though. So, I mean, they're getting something going. But hey, at least they weren't no hit tonight, right? Unbelievable. I can't believe that. A no hitter. Well, a combined no hitter. And there's a lot of debate today. Some people were saying it's not a real thing. <laughs> kind of dismissing the whole combined no hitter thing. But this is baseball now. You're going to see a lot more combined no hitters because they don't let starters pitch that long anymore. You know, I mean, I know there are some times where guys will throw games like that. Like what David Cohn had, what, 88 pitches in his perfect game. Um, so you'll see guys have a pitch count that's slightly lower. But no, you're going to see you're going to see combined no hitters a lot more now. And they do count. I know that it's not as impressive as one guy, but it does count as a no hitter because the other team did not get a single solitary hit. So, but that was a fun debate on social media after that game. Um, yeah, there were a lot of funny things happening. And uh, the other funny thing that was happening, and I don't understand why this is happening, and I think I'm going to expound on it in segment three, because what else is there to talk about other than players being booed? It's all I talk about on these shows, but this time... It's a bunch of different players, and we'll talk about it in a second. But first, okay, I have, a, I have an issue here. <laughs> I have an issue with baseball writers trying to defend the Astros with the booing. I talked about John Heyman writing about it the other day. I saw another article today. I didn't read the article. I shouldn't say that. I saw... The summary of the article and the tweet that the writer put out. And I don't know how to say the guy's name. It's spelled weird. It's like Savrilla, Savr Barry Savrilla. Like it's S-V-R-U. It's, it's an odd last name, Barry. I'm so sorry. But I just thought it was funny that these writers are suddenly like, oh, you shouldn't boo the Astros. You know, don't boo Bregman. Don't boo Altuve. They paid their price. Did they pay a price for anything that happened in 2017? No. They certainly did not. I discussed that yesterday. Nothing happened to the Astros. They were perfectly fine. They're still fine. They're in the World Series. Nothing happened. Here it is. Oh, all right. I totally said this wrong. I don't know how to say it. S-V-R-L-U-G-A. You try and say that. Booing, Alti <laughs> Booing Altuve and Bregman is both tired and inevitable. Through it all, the Astros keep cranking out players, Christian Javier among them, on a team with an outdated reputation that has become 
an October fixture, however inconvenient that may be. They're going to be booed for the rest of their careers. Just like steroid users were booed the rest of their careers. Just deal with it. And it's not like their own fans are booing them. They're being booed in opposing ballparks. Like, it usually happens when opposing teams are playing in a ballpark. It's not new. People boo the Yankees everywhere they go. They're not crying about it. So I joked on Twitter, and I didn't have people be nasty to me, actually, about this when I said it. But I said, MLB clearly did a piss-poor job punishing this team if their biggest punishment is being booed vociferously on the road, and if the cheating scandal makes it so fans of other teams will never believe that anything they accomplish is on the up-and-up, that's their own fault. It's the same thing with the steroids, guys. People booed them for the rest of their careers and didn't believe that anything they did was clean. You're just going to have that reputation. No matter what you said about, I didn't partake in it, I didn't do it, I didn't say, or I, you know, I didn't do it, but I didn't say anything. Well, yeah, you let it go on. (laughs) You know, you won your MVP, Altuve, because your teammates helped you out. Okay. Because if you look at all the stats... Judge beat him in a lot of different categories, and it annoys me to this day that Judge didn't win the MVP in 2017. It was the, oh, he's a rookie, he shouldn't win the MVP. Eh? Anyway, I just thought that was funny. No, don't boo the Astros. They're fine. They're fine. The Yankees get booed at all-star games no matter where they're played. Do you remember? Oh, one of my favorite things of all time. 2010? Yes, right, because it was before the 2010 All-Star Game that Bob Shepard passed away, right? And Jeter made sure that they played his clip of him introducing Jeter in Anaheim at the All-Star Game, right? And they were introducing all the Yankees because there were a bunch of Yankees on the team in 2010, and they were booing A-Rod, really like really booing him and he tipped his cap and like even the rest of the guys on the all-star team were laughing at A-Rod doing that and I just thought it was the perfect thing but Yankees are booed everywhere no matter what no matter what Yankees haven't won a world series in 13 years they can't get past the ALCS (laughs) and people are still booing them as if they're the Yankees from the late 90s that keep winning world series so Astros just deal with it suck it up and deal with it It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think for the most part, the players are dealing with it. But, um, oh boy. Syndergaard just gave up a home run to Jeremy Pena. But it was only a solo shot, so that's all right. 2-1. No outs, though, in the top of the fourth. Still early. It's still early. And there's still enough time for the the Astros, for the Phillies, to uh, turn things around on Justin Verlander. We'll see how that goes. So yeah, World Series, Game 5, pivotal right now. 2-1 Astros at the moment in the fourth inning. Verlander against Syndergaard. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who pulls ahead. Because, you know, if Philly pulls ahead, they have two games to win in Houston. They won the first game in Houston. It's possible. And teams seem to be able to beat them in the World Series in Houston. I mean, the Nationals did it all four games. The Braves had no issues doing it either. 
this game is more pivotal for the Phillies. They need this game. They definitely need this game more than the Astros. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to make a prediction because I'm not good at that, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mentioned Aaron Boone having quotes today. He's going to have more tomorrow because the Yankees are having him and Cashman talk to the media tomorrow at noon. But this is some of the stuff that he said on the Michael K show today. He said about the players and playing in front of the New York fans. This is a fan base you want to play in front of. Yes, there's some tough scenarios, but by and large, our guys love doing it in this environment because we know there's going to be no better ultimate place to win. He also said to Michael Kay that he has had second thoughts on taking Garrett Cole out of Game 3 of the ALCS. Well, that's good. Did you have second thoughts about uh, game one and the decisions you made in that game as well, Mr. Boone? Or, you know, uh, game, what was that, game three against the Guardians? Um, yeah, that the Cole decision shouldn't be the only one that you have second thoughts about. He said about Josh Donaldson being the starting third baseman next season. As we sit here right now, absolutely, he's been an offensive machine for the best part of his career. I think it was one of those years where he was searching for that consistency. Sure, but you have to swing the bat, Josh. Swing the bat. And hey, Abby and I would talk about it all the time on the show. A lot of times when guys are doing badly on the offensive side, it affects their defense, and that didn't happen to Josh Donaldson. So that was one positive about Josh Donaldson. Aaron Boone said that the Yankees and the 2004 Red Sox thing was overblown a bit and that they weren't sitting there watching tons of film. They just saw a couple of clips because it was like, you know, another team has been in this position and they've come back, so maybe you can too. Yeah, yeah they really were motivated. <laughs> And then he was asked if he wants Anthony Rizzo back. I mean, of course he does. Everyone does. Don't you want to? I want Anthony Rizzo back. He said, absolutely, yes. He's been everything we could have hoped for. He's been an amazing person in our clubhouse. Very productive on the field. Very much cut out to play for the Yankees. And uh, Rizzo can opt out this winter. I'm a little worried about the Aaron Judge thing because Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo are very close. Their wives are close. And... I'm just really hoping the Yankees, as I said on yesterday's show, to quote Tyler Glass now again for probably the fourth time, because I like Tyler Glass now, back up the Brinks truck and give Aaron Judge whatever he wants. Money-wise, not years-wise, but money-wise. Give him all the money that you can give him, Yankees. And finally, Aaron Boone on Judge. I don't think you're going to see a season like he just had from anyone for a long, long time. I hope it doesn't come to that, meaning Judge leaving in free agency. It's hard to think anyone can replace Aaron Judge. Yeah, no one can. No one can. So again, Yankees, get this done. Get it done. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can watch this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment on YouTube, and click the bell so you know when our videos go live. And 
Now that you've made Locked On Yankees your first listen of the day, make your second listen the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy your Thursday, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Thank you.